Thank you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Danny B. Today, I'm interviewing authors for the Writers Unleashed Sutherland Shires Festival. And it's such a privilege to be podcasting for this wonderful festival. And a shout out to all the organizers who have made this happen. Secretly, I've been so super excited about this one because I get to sit in a Zoom room with fellow podcasters for the next 25 minutes. And we're just going to talk nerdy podcast stuff. So the first wonderful podcaster we have is Alison Tate internationally published best-selling author of middle grade adventure series the map maker chronicles her new novel the fire star is out now book two of the maven and reeve mystery series and of course she is one half of the incredible co-host of the so you want to be a writer podcast hey al hey thanks very much for having me it's very exciting to be here it is. It's really exciting. And next up, we have Claudine Tanellis, Sydney-based writer, one-time corporate lawyer, and the editor of Coastal Chef, Culinary Art of Seaweed and Algae in the 21st Century. Currently working on your debut novel, and you are host and produce popular podcast, Talking Aussie Books, another fabulous podcast on the literary radar. How are you? I'm really well. Thank you so much for that lovely introduction, and thank you for having me. We just have to talk flat chat today because we have so yep. many things we want to talk about and we have little time, but we can do this. We we are, this is yeah. what we do, people. This is what we yep. do. Um, we have Pamela Cook. Pamela is author, podcaster and teacher. Her stories feature complex women and fraught family relationships. She has had four novels published with Hachette Australia, Blackwater Lake, Essie's Way, Close to Home and The Crossroads. And of course, co-host of Rights for Women, a podcast focusing on women and writing. Welcome, Pamela. So lovely to have you with us as well. Yay. Good to be here, Danny. Thank you. And last but never, ever, ever least is Ashley Collagen Blunt. Ashley is author of two books, How to Be Australian, a memoir, and My Name is Revenge, a thriller, novella, and collected essays, and co-host, one half of James and Ashley's Stay at Home, a podcast about writing, creativity, and health. And I have, I loved being on your podcast, and we talked about spiders and all things weird. So welcome, Ashley. <laughs> the surprise is that I'm the James half of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I say that? No, 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 you didn't say that. <laughs> Just don't mix it up today. No, this is a this is a women only podcasting session today, ladies. So we're just going to uh, have lots and lots to talk about. So I'm just going to quickly go around the grid, and this is no time to be humble. We've got 20 minutes, and so no time to be humble at all. Ashley, I'm going to start with you. What makes your podcast special and amazing? I mean, we're a writing and creativity podcast, so that's special and amazing in itself, but also both my co-host and I have uh, chronic illness. And so we approach a lot of our episodes from an illness perspective, and that might be an individual's experience with a particular illness, or that might be looking at illness on a more societal level, for example, intergenerational trauma. So we, we take that angle, and I think that gives us a lot of interesting insights into creativity and human the human experience. Mm, it does. I thought it was a really unique take and um, it was really enjoyable being on there because there was that sense of vulnerability as well as talking about creativity. You really had the space to be vulnerable, a safe space. So that was a great experience. And you're right. Claudine, what makes your podcast special and amazing? I don't know that it's special as such, but it, it certainly has its own niche in that I only interview Australian authors of fiction. So you know, that's my area of interest and, you know, what I've come to love and enjoy about um, about podcasting is just the ability to spotlight and, you know, um, yeah, spotlight Australian authors, um, which no other podcast seems to do at the moment, but who's, who knows what's going to come down the track. 
Fabulous. And I love your podcast too. Alison, tell us about what makes you want to be a writer. We all know that it's fabulous and special, but why do you think it's fabulous and special? Well, I think So You Want to Be a Writer is fabulous and special because uh, we have over 450 episodes. We have been, Valerie and I, my co-host and I, have been talking to each other about writing, interviewing authors, mostly Australian, um, for nearly five years now. Um, We approach every author to get to the nitty gritty of how they write, why they write, what they do, what the process is. And I think that every single author gives us something new and exciting to listen to. I list, I learn something every time. But I've actually got two podcasts now. Did you know that? I've got you, a second. Yes. Um, so I'm now also co-hosting the Your Kids Next Read podcast, um, which is, is at about 17 episodes, so totally at the other end of the spectrum. Um, and I'm really enjoying that opportunity because clearly – uh, one thing I do really well is talk about books and writing. So I feel I should just keep doing that more and, and more and more. And you should. And I've yep. listened to your new podcast as well and I love it. And I think it's that little point of difference as well. Yes. And Al, you just have the best podcast voice, truly. You know? oh, thank you. <laughs> I love it's your just podcast the voice. the one I was born with. I don't think there's much I could do about it. So very it's calming. lucky it worked out. Yeah, yeah, someone calming. said that. It's quite soothing when they listen to me. So I feel like I'm the opposite. I feel like I'm the opposite to soothing. So when I need a break from my own voice, I go to Alison to soothe me, to calm me down. Just bring you down. Bring yes, you down. which is very difficult to do, can I say? Yeah. Well, it's interesting because Valerie is the excitable half of our of the mm-hmm. So You Want to Be a Writer and Megan is the excitable half of Your Kids Net Three. So I'm kind of like this fair to middling balance of all of the things that I do. <laughs> Fantastic. And Pamela, tell me why your podcast is amazing and special. Um, well, I have what I call the Convo Couch, it, and I guess I'm in now at Rights for Women 2.0, so I'm, I'm solo now where I previously uh, co-hosted with Kel Butler, um, and I've made the podcast now more um, geared towards writers. So it's it's one writer talking to another writer and basically me asking that writer <laughs> what I want to know about the way they write. Um, and hoping that that will be something that listeners are interested in as well. And I'm now really focusing in on three particular areas. So the heart of writing, you know, inspiration, motivation, that sort of thing, the craft of writing, so all the really skills type stuff and the business of writing, so mm. all the marketing and, and um, yeah, basically me finding out what I want to know, Danny, and, and sharing <laughs> that with everybody else. I think that's a little bit of all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, side angle there. And, look, I think words and nerds, I don't know what's special and amazing about it. I just really like talking to people. So I just go conversations and most of the time I chuck my questions away and we just talk about random things and tangents and I go, right, let's go back to books. Maybe we should do that. So. So <laughs> I think the best interviews, though, are the ones where you follow those tangents. I yes. think that's where you get the best information yes. and the best secrets and the best conversation going is I think if you stick to your questions too much, you miss the bit that you yep. miss that sort of far hanging fruit, which is what you really want. Yeah, absolutely. And it's about listening to the person you're speaking to. And so, you know, just attaching to what they might have said or digging out more information and I love that it's I always joke that don't sit next to me at a wedding because I won't be oh (laughs) what's your occupation I'll be like what terrifies you tell me everything (laughs) so you've been warned if you see us at a wedding today you might want to move your little place cards (laughs) quickly run run. go sit next to Alison because you'll have that very soothing calming conversation with yeah as I drill and interrogate you you will be soothed into oh see you're the secret assassin that's how it works I'm too obvious
<laughs> now, I want to do this kind of thing about let's talk about the biggest surprise or the most unexpected thing you've learned from a guest or even just a little bit of a wow factor. And it might not be one guest. It might be something, you know, you just hadn't thought about before. I know I'm putting you under on the spot here. And I'm going to go a different direction just for funsies. Pamela, tell me, surprising, unexpected, amazing, shocking. Um, well, it wasn't so much what I learned. It was the inspiration I got. And um, so I've chatted to Holly Ringland a couple of times on the podcast. And earlier this year, I think it was one of the first ones I did this year, Holly was in her beautiful vintage caravan, Frenchie, when we were doing the podcast. And I was so inspired by that. And having seen photos of Frenchie on the podcast, I actually went out and bought, bought myself a vintage caravan. Wow. Um, which I now do the podcast in. So... <laughs> Yep. I love that. That yeah. I want one too. Thing. I want one too. Yeah. yeah, it's been great during COVID because it's a really great escape to come and oh. in the van, podcast <laughs> right. Okay. After yeah. this interview, you're about to see four new vintage <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> Wouldn't it just be a great place to get away from everybody? Oh, my yes. God. You know, yes. not have Brilliant. anybody knocking on the door and not having to put signs up on the door saying, I'm busy, I'm in an interview, do not knock. Yeah. Exactly. If, your vintage, if your vintage camper van's out the back, though, they're still going to find you. Mm. Oh, this well, is true, but it's further away. Yeah, it is a little bit so, further away. I'm on a property, so okay. it's probably about a one-and-a-half-minute walk. Which and now, oh, that's it, too far for kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So here's my tangent, right, not being at home, not being alone at all, as we can all sort of relate. I yeah. went to have a bath and I went, everyone just please leave me alone for 30 minutes. I need some space. My daughter got a Lego piece and figured out how to Jimmy open the door. Oh, no. <laughs> no. That's a new skill, though, Danny. Think about it. She's going to have a future in, in spying or something. Yeah. And going to jail, possibly. But, <laughs> and um, getting out and getting herself out. <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness, I can't even lock myself in the bath. Anyway, tangents. See what I do? Tangents. Ashley, exciting, surprising, unexpected, amazing. Okay, we've got an upcoming episode with Lynn Yowart, who just released a psychological thriller called The Silent Listener, and you're going to have to listen to it for the full story. But in it, I learned that there's a version of synesthesia where every word has a smell. Oh, oh, oh! I like this. A lot. That could be bad. It's yeah, exactly right. Right. I see, this is my way of this. I am the Eeyore to everybody else's Winnie the Pooh here or Piglet because I immediately go to oh, that and I'm like, that's really amazing. <laughs> I've never heard of it before. So Can you I'm give us an example, Ashley. Give us an example. I, I so this is Lynn doesn't experience this herself. She her daughter has sort of the more common version where every word and letter has a color, mm -hmm. and so she wrote about that. Her main character in her book has sort of that a version of that, and then her brother read the book. Like Lynn's brother read her book. And he was like, oh, so it's really interesting, this condition that your main character has. He's like, is that how every word has a smell? And she was like, what are you talking about? And like, she, he just thought that was the same for everybody. Wow. And so had never discussed it with oh, anyone. Really? And I was like, what? You, you got to get more information here, Lynn. We got to get the whole, like, which words smell like what and which are the, like, yeah. the good smells. And wow. yeah. That is amazing. That I is love that so much. Oh, it's going to, my mind is racing now. Al, amazing, surprising, unexpected, things that smell. <laughs> no, well, no things that smell on my end. Um, I Look, it's funny, you say that to me and I'm sitting here and I'm trying to think of concrete examples. And I think it's one of those things where I've, I've done so many hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of interviews and not just for the podcast, but for other things as well. And 
I can't remember anything specific. I just know that every single time I talk to an author, something in that interview makes my it makes me perk up. It's that, you know, that sense where someone says something and you suddenly go, oh, and you sit up straight and you start asking questions about that. And I think I can honestly say that probably, and it doesn't surprise me because I have been a journalist as well, but the thing I find fascinating about talking to anyone about something that they're passionate about is that there is always going to be something new and there is always going to be something that either makes the, you know, the hairs on your arms stand up or just just really makes you sit up straight. And so I do have moments of excitement. I might sound soothing, but I do sound have, <laughs> and those moments are just me going, oh, I'm so going to follow that conversation. And every single conversation I've ever had for a podcast has had that in it somewhere, but I cannot think of a single concrete example. I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. I think generally speaking that works as well. And we know, Al, we know you're an onion, you're soothing and you're excitable, you're lots of things. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm an onion for sure. (laughs) It's funny, the the thing that I um, found unexpected the other day was when I spoke to Jack Heath and, you know, Jack and I are friends. I've spoken to him a million times and when we had this interview the last time, he said to me that even though he's a very accomplished writer, he's heading towards 40, you know, amazing books, kids and adult, he said that two thirds into the book, he's filled with self-doubt and anxiety and doesn't know if he has the capacity or the talent to finish it. And I just said, wow, like that's, you know, fabulously humbling and shows that you're actually a human um, and not this amazing, you know, robot writer because he's amazing, obviously, and just that self-doubt that comes in all the time. So it's actually become part of his process that two-thirds of the way in suffers this terrible sort of breakdown of anxiety and then obviously comes through Mm. with a brilliant book. So isn't that amazing that you can be 40, nearly 40 books in and still experience that crippling, almost crippling self-doubt? That was surprising to me. Yeah. It is amazing and yet also kind of depressing because I experienced that about halfway through every single book I write and I was hoping I'd grow out of it, but maybe that's not going to be the case. But you know what, in some ways, (laughs) I think some ways that that sort of self-doubt, as long as it doesn't cripple you, it makes you better because you think, you know, I I have to be better. I have to push through this and find a a solution. Definitely. It might be that way. And here's one for you. I'm going to start with Claudine this time. What was your sweaty palm moment? Have you had a sweaty palm moment? Because, you know, we do a lot of interviews. We talk to a lot of people. But sometimes I'll sit down and I'll be like, just before I press record, I'm like, oh, I'm really nervous about this one. Mm. Yeah, I have to say, I look, I have lots of sweaty palm moments um, because I'm just, I'm so in awe of many of the authors that I interview but I have to say um, the most sweaty I ever became was when I was just about to interview Jane Harper and because understandably yeah because that interview was two years in the making I tried to get her uh, to do an interview when um, the lost man was coming out and I wasn't able to get her and then um, then we ended up doing it you know late last year when when her last book came out and I just I just froze in the moment before I started to record. I had everything prepared and Jane and I had connected, you know, at events previously. So she knew who I was, but I suddenly thought, oh my God, she's going to think I'm an idiot. And because I was just, I was fangirling so hard and I was trying not to giggle at all the things that she said. And and I just thought, oh, she's going to think I'm so stupid. So look, I really, uh, that was, yeah, that was my worst moment. But look, I, I have to say that I have that very often, you know, mm-hmm. like in people that I admire so much um so yeah that that was my worst moment but I love it and understandably she's a superstar yeah 
absolutely. And she was so humble. That was the thing that made me so like fangirl even more was that she was so incredibly humble and so grateful for the opportunity to chat. And she was just so, and she even sent me a thank you note, like as a follow-up. And I just felt so overwhelmed. And as an aspiring writer, as well as somebody who, you know, hasn't had a book published yet, um, you know, when somebody tells you, you can do this, you know, keep going. And, you know, somebody like Jane, who, you know, I mean, it's just so incredible. Um, To me, that was just, um, yeah, it was an aha moment. It was, it was also just, yeah, yeah, incredible. Oh, like I'm, yeah, just even thinking about it now, I'm feeling really hot. <laughs> I'm sweaty now. <laughs> and where's my fan? Yeah. <laughs> Have a last sweaty palm moment. Oh, I'm, I just find talking to authors about writing so exciting. I don't tend to get nervous, I have to say, but I have tech. Tech makes me yeah. sweat. Yeah, Fair so, tech makes yeah. us all sweat, babe. Yeah. I had a I had a bit of a tech breakdown when I'd organised an interview with um, Deb Rodriguez last little you know the book I love Deb. And, yeah. yeah, and because it was it was overseas and the whole time thing, like I just cannot get my head around time things. So yeah. first of all, I'd set the wrong time, like I'd worked the time difference out incorrectly. Then when we got on to do the actual interview the second time around, my tech stuff wasn't working. So it was like the third time mm-hmm. we actually did the interview and got the time right. I did have the tech working um, and she was lovely. She was so gorgeous about the whole thing. But, yeah, going into that third yeah. one, it was like definitely sweaty. Tech, sweaty tech is the worst. Seriously, because yeah. there's nothing you can do about it. We did a live stream with Candace Fox and I was just so lucky that I had Adrian Beck and Ben Hobson come in as a cameo because my internet just did not work the entire night it did not work and I just felt like the biggest flake and I just said if I'm on camera I'm going to quickly ask a question and then I would just drop off and it was (laughs) an absolute disaster so only because I had Adrian and Ben they just like particularly Adrian just completely saved the interview but you feel like a real flake you know like this is this is what I'm doing and the tech's not working exactly your fault though gosh Uh, but you feel very bad (laughs) Al what's your sweaty palm moment uh well the tech is a thing with me as well and particularly and I totally agree with you about sort of international um interviews as well Pamela I I don't love them because of the because of all the things you talked about the tech the um the worst sweaty palm moment I had was very very early on because I was quite new to podcasting and I was interviewing Hugh Howie who was a publishing phenomenon at the time and you know, we'd set the whole thing up. I had it had to do it at like midnight. I had kids sleeping in the next room. I think I was basically sounding like Harry Potter under the stairs because I was trying to keep my voice down because the whole house was quiet. And I just, yeah, I, I found that one really d- difficult. And then, you know, when I'm talking to people like, um, you know, like Craig Sylvie and, you know, you're talking to people who've cl- written classics. Melina Marchetta was sweaty palms for me right up until the point I actually spoke to her and she's so laid back that I was like, oh, mate, this is fine, you know what I mean? But, you know, when you're kind of talking to people who've written classics of modern Australian literature, um, there's a certain amount of sweaty palmness there. And I think anyone that you talk to whose work you love, like with that potential for the fangirling Mm -hmm. thing, is really hard because... There's just that you've got to whole rein yourself back from going, I love you and everything about you. <laughs> oh, do you have to rein yourself in from that? Well, you know, from a, from a professional level, I, I save those bits for before the interview right. and after the interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing I do life try. wrong. I'm doing yeah. life wrong, Al. <laughs> tell you now that you've brought that up me for me it was Elliot Pullman I've loved his work for so long 
right loved it and seven types of ambiguity one of my favorite novels ever and i just love everything he does and i remember finally getting this interview with him and i was so excited i hadn't gotten time to get nervous had like all these books i'd reread them i had the million questions i was set up like one minute before I had to press, you know, the zoom button to get on, I was like, I don't think I can do this. Like I was actually literally paralyzed and my finger was hovering over the button going, I don't think I can call him. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. Something inside of me made me just press the button and he was the most generous, gorgeous, amazing human. And you know, where we're, I wouldn't say, wouldn't go so far as to say we're friends, but we do keep in contact. Um, but um, it was one of those crippling moments where I, I'd never experienced before. I thought, I don't think I can press call. Oh. <laughs> Ashley, what was your sweaty palm moment or crippling moment? Well, for anyone who's listened to James and Ashley stay at home, you'll know that James is a bit of a wild card and has a very particular sense of humor. And, and he warned me he was going to do this. And I had said, I don't think this is a good idea. But he asked one of our guests, Joanna, now he asked her a question. I'm not going to repeat the question, but it was very, it was a question I was like, oh, <laughs> Because she's a she, she's a doctor and yeah. she happens to have someone James knows as a patient, someone James oh. is very close to his patient. Oh. So he asked he asked her a question about something intimate she did to that person's body, oh. and I was just like, well, that seems all right. Um, and then she started laughing and she said she thought that was the most fantastic question she'd ever been asked. So it turned out okay. <laughs> now what episode is this? Because we're all going to need to yeah, do yeah, no, that. Yeah, that's a that's an excellent question. You're going to have to. We'll just look it up. Second. That's fine. yeah. It's we'll John just... and Nell episode. So, All and, right. um, yes, I, okay. people have been warned. Uh, it is episode 33. Oh, well, you know what I'm doing four o'clock this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have, have fun with that one. <laughs> one last oh, question so... before we go, because we've got, uh, you know, we're pressed for time today. Um, but geez, I've had so much fun. I think we could do this all day, guys. Yeah. Um, what is your podcast superpower, Alison Tate? Oh, my Lord. Besides um, that beautiful, soothing voice. Of yours. I think the superpower of So You Want to Be a Writer is offering write, aspiring writers and, you know, new writers just that sense that they can do it. I think that that's what we do mm. there. And I think the superpower of Your Kids Next Read is just sharing. We, we focus mostly on Australian children's books, and I think it's just sharing that the those books and those authors you know as far as we possibly can supporting them as much as we can and just you know we're raising readers and I don't think there's anything more important than that I love that it's a great superpower Ashley besides asking highly inappropriate questions um (laughs) what's your podcast superpower (laughs) that is definitely one of them um I think I think because because we have the illness angle and you know James and I both experienced that quite intensely at times um but and then we're combining that with the writing and the creativity. And I think I think it hopefully is giving people a sense that they, they can do this as well, even if even if they're experiencing, you know, chronic illness. And I think James is a great example of that because I mean he, you know, won the Penguin Literary Prize this mm. year. And well just, done, James. Yeah. So and then, you know, early episodes so I was talking about he's like, Well, I don't have a book yet and I'm not published yet. And I, you know, don't don't listen to anything I say. And then he comes out of nowhere and wins the Penguin Literary <laughs> Prize. And I'm like, I think you do have something to say. <laughs> I love that. That's and you know what, watching someone's journey really authentically in that way, that is special. I love mm, that. Definitely. Yeah. Claudine, superpower, podcast superpower. Yeah, look, I have to agree with with Alison um, in the sense that I do interview a lot of not not just, you know, authors with, you know, multiple books behind them and, you know, multi-million dollar deals and bestsellers, but, you know, debut authors. And so I feel that there, there are a lot of people like me, aspiring authors out there who look to these debut authors or emerging authors and think, you know, 
I, they have been where I am now and that if I just keep going, I can do this too. And I take a lot of heart from all the tips that, you know, um, authors give me in that regard. And I feel, and I get a lot of messages from people who say the same thing that, you know, they take heart from the fact that they're not alone on this journey. Mm, I love and that. Can I just say, Claudine and Pam both interviewed me when my first book came out and that meant so much to me. That was really like, those are the, I think those were the first two podcast mm. interviews I ever did. And it just was, it was so, so kind and generous of you to, to, do that so thank you and it's funny as a it's funny as a podcast you don't realize that you know sometimes you just go oh that looks cool i'm gonna do that and then you get this message later on and someone will say you're the only person who interviewed me with my first book and you think wow like i didn't realize the power of that so Mm -hmm. that is really special ashley Mm -hmm. uh pamela podcast superpower um look i think it might be lulling people into saying things that they don't really want to say or that they Oh, that's fantastic. I love that. I've heard, a, I've heard a few times where people have come back and said, Oh God, I've been thinking about what I said. Like, can you actually cut that out? Like, do you edit? And I do edit. Like, and I'm always happy to cut. I don't want to put anything out that people don't want. Yeah. But um, yeah, just you know, because I just like to get down and have a conversation with people. And I think sometimes then people do say things because it is so yep, conversational yep. that yeah. it's like, oh, maybe I yeah. shouldn't have said that, you know. Mm. And so. I think that's true for all of us because mm. I think, you know, it's almost like a phone call when you're yeah. on a podcast and yeah. you do get really personal and you do, it, it becomes really conversational. And that's why I think podcasting, you know, particularly with the topics that we're talking about, illness and literature and the power of literature, it's really special. And, mm. you know, I don't know really what my podcast superpower is, but I think about my conversations and I think they range from, you know, in one half an hour, like hysterical laughter I my witch laugh which I have so tried to not be a witch laugh but there's nothing I can do about it I just have to own it um to the very very dark deep things you know and so I think going from those roller coasters it's it's a really special conversation because you don't get that every day well we do Yeah, yeah. In, life in yeah. general, you know, life is so much caught up sometimes in tedium and in the domesticity and having to pay the bills and all those really boring things. Mm. And I think we have carved out a space for ourselves where we get to have these really incredible conversations about really important things, but really fun things too. And I think that's why I've been looking forward to this conversation so much. We should have another one. Let's do another sure. one. Yes. <laughs> a longer one. Okay. A longer one. Yes. <laughs> yes. I could do it. Yes. You know how enthusiastic I am. I'm already yeah. thinking of a date. Yes. I'm going to email Let's you all it. a date. All right. So you've heard <laughs> it here first. Put away, put aside four hours perhaps. <laughs> I think Easy. podcasters at the bar sound really oh, Yes. <laughs> grab your grab your cheeses and that your chocolates and your tea and your wine and let's do the okay, this is part one, listeners. Part two. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. The We're secrets are this. coming in the next one. Yes. <laughs> we'll do what we should in. do. Like we should do a late night one in our oh. pajamas. Ooh. <laughs> pajamas, late night, beverage. Let's Podcast do that. pajama party. Right there. The recording. Uh, yes. Oh, what a great idea, Ashley. Shots for sure. <laughs> Anything goes. <laughs> well, loved this. Been an absolute highlight of my day, ladies. And I'm not joking when we say we're going to do a sequel. So um, <laughs> I can't wait. I do have to go. I haven't had an interview in two minutes. Oh, you can go. <laughs> Bye, darling. Good luck, Danny. Thank Bye. you. Love you, work, ladies. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.
Thank you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. We'd love to engage with you on social media. You can find the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Danny V Books Words and Nerds podcast. You can also subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Stay safe and read more books.